0: Buckle up, it's time for That's How I Roll with Jeremiah Isley, a podcast about the games we play and the lives we live. That's How I Roll is presented by Theology of Games. Visit theologyofgames.com for the latest in tabletop gaming, news, reviews, and interviews. And now, here's Jeremiah. Hey everyone, welcome once again to That's How I Roll. I'm your host, Jeremiah Isley this is episode 55 the double Nickel <laughs> and the other person you hear laughing with me is my very good friend and special guest today Mr. Lance Mikster. you may know him as the undead Viking or the guy that sends you emails from tasty menstrual games Lance how's it going
1: hey hey how's it going that is me I am the email guy or I am uh, the the Twitter guy as well so uh yeah that that would be me and uh i'm doing well uh there my friend and how are you
0: i am taking it one day at a time
1: (laughs) (laughs) uh so i I have to ask you know just because and i don't want to be rude but what's the update on the uh the the house and everything else you know after after the, the the calamity
0: glad you asked because i i normally do a little update on this show anyway so this will just slide right in and we'll be good to go uh we i was over there today and they have started painting which is kind of like the beginning of the end so uh the carpenters came in and they they rebuilt like the door frames and things that were torn out or and they've they've done like all the framing and trim work and all that stuff that needed to be repaired and so now the painters are there, so it'll be painting, it'll be, after that it'll be like electrical will come back in and put outlets and switches back in, and plumbing will come in and put in the toilet that they had to take out, and things like that, and then they'll come back in and do like a final paint, and a final, and then they'll do the flooring, we're, we're getting the flooring replaced that was taken out of the basement, so, and then after that, it's pretty much, we're free to, to move back in and, and do our thing, so... We're probably a good week and a half, maybe two weeks out still, just depending on the pace that they keep with it, but like I said, it's been one day at a time. We're over 12 weeks now being out of our house, just uh, trying not to get too excited yet, but still getting excited you know
1: man you you've got to be so antsy oh just you know being back in your home and and what have you i guess would be yeah that would drive me crazy yeah
0: yeah especially when i when i come to record you know a show because i'm literally like i'm not i'm like in a total like makeshift studio space like i'm used to having my desk and a nice isolated room and this house is just super bouncy and like, as far as acoustics, everything just bounces everywhere. If, if you were downstairs, and it's a split level. So if you were, like, two stories down, or I guess one and a half or however that works, you would be able to completely hear everything that I say right now. So it's just, <laughs> it's a bit <laughs> maddening on that front. <laughs>
1: well, don't you, don't you just put uh, egg cartons on, on the walls or something? Yeah. Doesn't that take care of that? Yeah, or, the
0: landlords or? would be really happy with that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Well I'll hopefully like yeah, that's good. I mean that the, you you see the the, the the light at the end of the tunnel yeah. as as if it it's so that's yeah. cool. I, I mean I just I can remember um so, so I mean, not not to, we probably not going to have to eventually talk about games here in a moment. But yeah, I remember, I remember, like, yeah, when when we built our house uh, where we are, it was a very rural area. It wasn't until about two, three years ago that we actually got became part of like the normal post office. Like, we oh, were in, okay. like, a rural post office route. But um, but it, there were uh, just a few houses built out here, and there was this like line of like twin homes that were built. And I remember I was in my backyard, I was watering the yard or something, I don't know what it was, and it was one of those things where I was like, I was like smelling, and like, it was like, when you, when you smell something burning that doesn't smell like wood, or it doesn't smell like yeah, wood, you smell right. that it has that kind of chemical smell to it, and right. I was like, what's that smell? I, I'm in my backyard, so I mean, and I'm looking around, and, and there's, there's nothing going around, and then, I, and then I hear the sirens, and like, from far away, I can mm. hear fires. and I was like, what is that? And so then I come around, I go around the side of my house, and I come, and here's this line of, of twin homes. And there's this one twin home, and there are, like, flames, like, 60 feet in the sky. Oh like, my one goodness. side of it, just, like, the entire thing is on fire. And I'm, like, yelling, and my, I, my kids, at that point, my, I, my son wasn't born yet, but I remember my wife, my daughter came out. We're, like, staring at this, and, like, here come the fire agent. So it was kind of, like, thrilling to see this happen. Right, But I remember I remember seeing them like blast it with the, the, the water and like right. and immediately everything became steam and everything. And it was kind of and then it like it turns out it was somebody had left like a cigarette light lit in on, on the their back oh. porch. And wow. and I was like and, and of course, the next door neighbor's twin home was gutted as well because of the fact that it had all the water damage and smoke. Sure. Damage. And I remember sure. The scene, the thinking in the back of my head. I would be so mad if I was the other person <laughs> on that train home. I like, didn't even didn't do anything. anything we right? didn't even do anything, and and yeah, but I, I still remember that smell. It was just like yep. like it was plastic burning, you know, like and that was like, must have been like the siding. Of yeah, the yeah. Went the flame.
0: I remember, you know, vividly the first night we walked in after right after it happened. The fire. The firefighters took us in and. Kind of showed us what happened and what they had to do and, and where all the water damage was. And I just I still remember that smell. It smelled like there was that definite campfire smell because there was a lot mm-hmm. of wood on fire. But then there's like an electric smell, The you know, just because it was yeah. an electric fire, which is hard to describe unless you've smelled it.
1: Well, it's like an and- ozone. It's like an yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. It's like, so it's weird. Like, there's almost like a weird crackly, you know, mm-hmm. like nature to, to, to the air. Yeah. It's, yeah. I know exactly what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah.
0: And so we're actually, we have a fireplace in our living room and we're actually strongly considering, and we probably will, um, change it to a gas fireplace because we've talked to other people who have had house fires and things, uh, over this, these three months, and they they recommended that. They're like, we did that because we we couldn't even stand the smell of smoke inside our house again. Like, just the the emotional psychological trauma of that oh, is I just suppose, yeah. too much. So we're like, yeah, that's that's probably a solid move.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, that makes sense, <laughs> and though. it'll be I mean, cleaner it really too. Does.
0: So you know,
1: yeah, I mean. Uh, you know, my wife says we're, we're in the process right now. We're looking for a house. We're trying okay. to find, cause we've, we've outgrown the one we have and, mm. and, um, you know, just uh, m- me working from home now, two kids, you know, sure. just that sort of thing. And, um, uh, my wife keeps pushing for, uh, for, she wants a fireplace in the next mm. house we have, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm just, I'm just kind of like, why it just seems, a fireplace just seems so antiquated right it just it just doesn't it, it you know it, it's like that's something you know something that people had when they were uh you know you know like when when you needed that to keep your house warm I mean, right it's like, right my, my my parents house has one you know it's like an old woodburn you know you yep. threw logs in the fire that just seems so weird <laughs> to me now <laughs> the idea of yeah you have a house and we, I'm going to go ahead and throw some, some, some burnt, you know, some, some wood and kindling <laughs> some combust- in wall in right, my house. Some combustibles so can, and, yeah. It just doesn't – and I I vividly remember – and now, of course, you hear it's just horrible for you. But I vividly remember one of the Christmas uh, – uh when I was growing up at my parents' house, one of the things that like – we did was there was we'd have a fire on on Christmas Day morning and you'd open uh-huh. your gifts and you'd throw the wrapping paper into the fire. Right, that was like a big. Right. And now of course you hear because of all the colors and dyes. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, It's like you're just belching cancer out into the sky. But <laughs> you know, it, but I mean, I remember that was like that was something. It was something fun to do. Right. You'd Have these? Oh, we don't have to clean
0: this up. Bowls. We just throw it yeah, in the fire. Well, you just
1: throw it. Throw it in the fire, right? That was just, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, you know, what do you, what do you do? I mean, but yeah, like I said, it just, it just doesn't, it seems so old fashioned to me. Like, like, yeah, you, yeah I, don't, I don't know, but maybe I'm just crazy. I, I,
0: it it has its charm. We, we enjoyed uh, a fireplace. Um, but, uh, the idea of, because they're, you know, they don't smell bad typically, but there is, no. you do get a little bit of that smoky smell into your house, and yeah. just don't know that I want to deal with that anytime well, soon.
1: We built a fire pit in our backyard. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, we went up mm-hmm. and went to the the like Lowe's or whatever and got the paving bricks and things like that, and and, and we use that. And I mean, and that's that, but that's like an entirely different animal. I mean, oh, you're sure. Outside. Yep. Yep. You know, and you're just like, okay, we'll just have a fire outside while we like you know, tear around the backyard and roast marshmallows and make some exactly,
0: dishes. yeah.
1: I just the idea of just like I said, you're 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 building a fire inside your house.
0: Just, <laughs> what could go wrong? <laughs>
1: <laughs> but anyway, what, what if what if you, if people are going to listen to this, they like really love fireplaces and like that. <laughs> right, I'm going to get so many no, emails. <laughs> If you like it, great. You know, it just maybe just I just don't see
0: the point. I'll, I'll put a poll up on Twitter. Do you are you a fireplace you person go. or are you not a fireplace person? Who do you agree with? And we'll see yeah. what happens. No, there you I go. Think we
1: should do that. So, yeah. anyway, so well, yeah, <laughs> we're, let's, we're, we're, this is about board games. Right? It is. So. It is.
0: So, well, you know, the the tagline of the show is it's the podcast about the games we play and the lives we live. So, we just covered the lives we live portion <laughs> and um so let's move on to board games so we're we're recording it's the end of september here and October's rolling around and be t- here before we know it it'll be it will be here very very soon this this year has kind of flown by that way but uh you guys over at tasty menstrual have some pretty exciting stuff going on and in particular right smack in the middle of october you're launching a kickstarter for downfall
1: yeah um so i mean there's a, there's a few things that we're really excited about and um right now and I mean admittedly this probably won't be uh, I don't know when you're gonna make this live, but I mean it'll be sometime in October. Um, like we just uh, chimera station, which was a successful Kickstarter for us uh, that we deluxified, mm-hmm. um, that has been delivered to backers or is in the process of hitting backers. And, oh, cool and probably when, when this goes live, um you know retailers will be starting to get their copies and and people will be able to purchase that so we're really excited about that and then another couple of games that we that we have um that are going to be essen releases uh that oh, we're cool. very excited about are exodus fleets and and harvest and uh, exodus fleets is an excellent um bidding game for people that don't like bidding i guess i, I <laughs> talked to the designer um gabriel uh cohen uh where he has like uh like he just he wanted to make bidding game that people that didn't like bidding games would enjoy and that was mm. his whole goal with it and it's it, it's you'll have to check it out it's a fantastic game um man versus meatball recently uh reviewed it and, and definitely gave it one of their like big thumbs up they really enjoyed nice. it And um, Harvest is a game about farming, Uh, ostensibly it is fantasy farming, because it is set in the same world as our game Harbor, Uh, so it's like that, that fantasy world and uh tom vassal just gave that his uh seal of excellence he said it was uh one of his uh favorite games he's played this year so um both of those games are, are releasing at essen and 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 for that matter chimera station i believe our street date is going to be essen as well okay so we're excited for all three of those to come out but you alluded to uh downfall uh, yes. downfall is a game that was if, if you've been to some of our if you've come and watched uh tmg at conventions um like we've had uh the, the art, like the, the the box cover art for downfall usually somewhere to like kinda like let people know that it exists. Um it is a uh futuristic uh post-apocalyptic uh game, uh card drafting game. I guess there's a lot more to it than just card drafting, but uh card drafting is a is a major part of uh the mechanisms. Um, but it is a game designed by John D. Clare. Um, he uh, is the designer of the Mystic Vale uh, series that uh, mm, yeah. Alderac Entertainment or AEG um, has been uh, publishing. And this is a game that's, uh, that that TMG has had kind of uh, in the back burner or been developing for the better part of a good, you know, half a century. You know, I mean, and half a century, half a half a decade. It's been <laughs> okay. it's been with us for for about four or five years, and. Oh, wow. uh, Something that, like, you know, we were going to – and this is something that almost – we almost did it, like, two, three years ago. But then um, somebody somewhere said – and this is before I was at the company. Somebody somewhere said, uh, wouldn't this be cool if we had some awesome minis for it? And so then it went back and it went through a little more developing. And now, like, this is going to be our big foray uh, into miniatures as part of, like, dudes on a board, as I, as I always call it. Um <laughs> Uh, you know, we 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 started with Chimera Station where we you know we moved away from meeples and Chimera Station has the aliens and the alien you know mm-hmm. plastic miniatures mm-hmm. and uh and then we then we went to just recently we had uh a Seth Jaffe's Kickstarter for Crusaders and that's going to have uh, miniatures for the knights that are moving around the table and also miniatures for the for the buildings that are going to be on there and so we've we've kind of dipped our toes into the whole world of making a miniatures game um and I, I i i hesitate to say miniatures game because i don't think that's a good de- uh uh descriptor for it because this isn't a game a war game you know where everybody's got like 27 minis and sure, yeah. fighting it out. but this is a game that is going to the, the action on the board is going to be represented by these miniatures and
0: uh okay yeah because when i think when i think miniatures game i think Big two inch thick manual, lots of movement (laughs) rules and and atmosphere rules. Which right, which is but that's that's kind of the stereotype that I think of when I think of that. Which again, there's nothing wrong with that. Well, Um, there's
1: minis games like Warhammer. Like, you know, like if you you sit down and play Warhammer forty K, which I enjoy. Actually I'm more of a Uh, Age of Sigmar person, but I mean, (laughs) but still like, you know, you're, 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 you're sitting down, you have to, you, you create those minis, you put them together, you paint them and then you, then you go and have these battles. That's like minis for gaming, but then there's games that like, say, like take Blood Rage for example. I was just going to say Blood Rage. Yeah. Fantastic miniatures, but uh, ultimately it was a game about area control and And car drafting, right I mean right, that was right. that was that was what that game was about and um so uh downfall uh is as I say that's like in a post apocalyptic world um the nuclear bombs have fallen uh the the world has been irradiated and destroyed um ninety nine percent of the world uh ha- is dead you know it's just mm. like the, 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 it's reduced to one percent of our population. And the people that are playing the game are part of these different factions that are trying to make sure that they put themselves in the best possible chance for survival before um, the harsh, harsh nuclear winter uh, comes in. And and that's uh, that, that, that. I mean, you're going to use everybody's going to have like a, a like a hand of cards, um, and they're gonna they're gonna pick those cards and they're gonna pass cards around. But then as you as you do this you're also going to be drawing cards. And when you draw a mm-hmm. card, you're going to add it to your hand or possibly you're going to get what's called a winter card. And if you get a winter card, it propels the game towards its end. That'd be like basically the whole, not to quote uh, game of Thrones, but winter is coming. You know, right, like you right. have this thing where winter is, is slowly but surely showing up. And these, these winter cards will cause different events to happen that will be, you know, hurtful to each one of your uh, uh, groups. And so, you're basically scrabbling for the resources that are left. You're going to be researching technology to help yourself out. You're going to be trying to rebuild civilization as well. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, it's, it's, it's the, the scope of the game is, is unlike anything that TMG's done prior to uh, this game. And we're really excited about it. Um, uh, Michael Mendez, I actually recorded a very, very good podcast that I'm going to be releasing prior to the, Uh, the TMG podcast prior to the uh, uh, release of the game um, on a Kickstarter. But I I talked at length with uh, John D. Clare about like all the process that he went through in creating the game, uh, getting it presented to TMG. um, How like, you know, basically like, if I remember correctly, like he played it once at Gen Con or Origins. I think it was Gen Con with uh, Seth and Michael, and he thought that they didn't really like it. They like played it and they're like, Oh, okay. And they got up and they left and they were just, and he thought, Oh, okay, well here I showed this game to somebody else that decided they didn't like my game. (laughs) And then, and then like he ran into Michael like the next day and Michael said, Hey, do you still have that, 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 that downfall game on you? And he said, yeah. And he's like, can I take that? And, and, and that was the kind (laughs) of the start. It was like, Michael gave no inclination that he actually enjoyed the game in any way, but Apparently he went back to his room and just sat around and talked to Seth all night long about how awesome the game was and how he really wanted to publish it.
0: There you go. And
1: uh, they tracked him down and did it. But yeah, thats I do not want to I d I don't wanna I don't wanna tell John's story for for him, but yeah, I mean it's something that we've had for a long time and we're really excited about
0: it. For the folks out there, I mean the Kickstarter's coming. Is there gonna be a preview page of that Kickstarter that they can see? Is there uh, you know, I guess ballpark are you guys deluxifying this thing oh yeah we're, you gonna, know, we're gonna figures gonna go, uh, and, and all that stuff
1: yeah deluxification is is definitely going to happen obviously when the, the kickstarter launches you're gonna have uh, the two different uh, pledge levels you can get a retail version which is gonna be exactly alike uh, like all the other you know, once the game is published normally but um, the as now we're we're, we're starting to go with this deluxification route and um, we've gotten really good response from everybody as far as, you know, how much they really enjoy it. We started it with Orleans, um, you know, and then we kind of continued from there. And, and we've had a lot of success with it. We've had Deluxe Yokohama. Uh, we had, you know, we're publishing. We had Kickstarters for Deluxe World <laughs> of History, uh, you know, Deluxe uh, Crusaders, Deluxe uh Uh, chimera station and and so on and and that's kind of one of those things where where um michael said that when if i really really like a game i want the game to really really look nice because why wouldn't i want to you know the game the game is going to ostensibly be the same whether you know you have the deluxe components or not but why wouldn't you want the game to look to to look as as good as you possibly could yeah yeah publish it but you know and so and and we've heard from people time and time again you know like who didn't get in on the deluxe yokohama or didn't get in on deluxe orleans and you hear from them all the time you know well is there some way i can get a deluxe copy of this and it's like well you can go third market you know because the fact <laughs> that you know it's it's for the kickstarter only you know yeah. and and because we want to make sure that if people are going to help fund the game if people are going to believe in tmg and believe in the games that we're creating um, you know, and you're willing to, to to spend the extra for the deluxe version, then you know we want to make sure that you have something that's that's really special.
0: Yeah, and I I fully believe that board games themselves are are a form of art. You know, it's ju- not just the design or the mechanics of it, but the actual tactile thing. So. If you're gonna create a piece of art, why not create the best piece of art that you can? Now obviously it's expensive to do that and it costs money and you gotta have people back and, and do that kind of thing. But yeah, why why not produce the most beautiful piece of art that you can? So Well
1: yeah, and and I look at it as you're rewarding um, the early backers, right? You're right, you're rewarding right. those those first people that, that wanna that want that are that think it's that they believe in it. I, the big thing for me about Downfall is that it's finally a game, in my opinion, that we're actually going to have a, some conflict going on
0: mm, between the players. Okay.
1: Be- yeah, because, yeah. Because, you know, we've tended to, you know, produce games that, like, you know, th- you can have conflict. You can have things happen between people that, like, you can kind of, like, take a worker placement spot that maybe somebody else really wanted. Right, right. With this one, resources are so tough to get a hold of I mean like basically and because and, and the world's been destroyed right and so right? Um, and there, you have to you have to make sure that you're, you're putting yourself in a position where you are in charge and like you have to like and, and and a lot of times in order to be dominant and be able to stay there and, and win the game, there's going to be conflicts where you're gonna to have to like, you know, step over people, literally, you know, to, to get to yeah, that. Yeah. yeah. but it isn't, you know, and I hate to say a merit trash game, I like thematic game better. <laughs> but I mean but I mean but in my opinion downfall is a very thematic game. So sure. this isn't this isn't a buckets of dice, you know, combat type of game. You know, that yeah, that's, yeah. that it isn't it isn't that that process but um, but it has really, really crunchy theme to it, which is also something that I think that you know it's also kind of a departure for TMG, and I'm really mm-hmm. excited about the response that we're going to get from this from people because of the fact that it is something more in lines of what I enjoy. Not that I don't enjoy the games that we've created, that we published. I, sure. I I enjoy, but. My personal taste of games lends itself towards a game like Downfall with a nice meaty theme and not a very nice theme either. You are leading a band of survivors after a nuclear holocaust and you need to try to make sure that you'll still be alive when the nuclear winter arrives. Oh, well, there yeah, you go. Grim. Let's grim do and it. Grim <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So the fact that we've we've moved away a little bit and have that departure it makes me excited and plus the fact this is a game that's all ours. i mean john came to us uh showed us the game we have have a you know we decided we'd publish it this isn't a game where we went to a partner in japan that had it and we brought it over sure sure in germany this is a this is our own title and um, you know we're we're just excited about the fact that it's 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 us. Yeah, and, it's and a
0: homegrown. You guys have developed it. It's it's your baby.
1: All those things. And and if you enjoy a card drafting uh, a mechanism that propels that forward, I think this is going to be right up your alley.
0: Very cool. Um, so, as usual, we're way past time, but. <laughs> It's always good Too talking. Too much
1: fireplace, Tom.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's always great having you on the show. Uh, no, I
1: love being on, Jeremy. It's, I, it's, you're, it's, you're fun to talk to.
0: I appreciate it. It's it's uh, always a good time, and it's just like giving a phone call to a good friend and checking in, and it just happens that you've got some really cool stuff happening. So yeah. uh, really excited to hear about it and can't wait to see the Kickstarter. And I think... Uh, just one thing I'll I'll add on to the end of that is you know you were saying um, oh it's going to have great looking pieces it's going to have great looking miniatures great looking cards board whatever you tasty minstrel has has backed that up time and time again it's not like you guys have been deluxifying games and they've been flops and people are like why did i pay extra for this why you know this wasn't worth the extra money because The product that you guys have put out has been so top-notch. The deluxe versions are exactly that. They're deluxified and they're gorgeous. So those aren't just empty words that you're spewing out there just trying to sell this thing. Um, I Just because of the track record, I I fully believe that if somebody says, I'm going to back this thing because it sounds like my kind of game and I want the best one, they're going to be completely happy with that. So that's, I mean,
1: I average an email or two a day of people saying, do you still have any deluxe copies of game X? Right. (laughs) Right. Just like, (laughs) and no, no, they don't exist. Yeah. They don't exist. It's, it's, you know, we, we made our print run and, and we sold it off, you know, and, you know, so, um, I always tell people, you know, uh, get in. Yeah. I mean, if you, if you think you want it, then you got to get in on the Kickstarter.
0: Alright, well, we're going to wrap it up. Before I sign off, would you mind just giving people some information on how they could get a hold of you, where to find you online, email maybe, all of that stuff?
1: Alright, well, the best way to get a hold of me, uh, for anything TMG related, uh, just lance at playtmg.com uh, You know, you can just email me and I'll, I'll respond back. If you want to reach out to me about anything else, and you can respond, and you can reach me on Twitter at UndeadViking, and you can you know, obviously, uh, you know, reach out to me there uh, about TMG related things as well. I, I check that all the time. Um, I'm also, I, I do take, I am in charge of the uh, the Taste Mitchell Games uh, Twitter handle as well, and so you can uh, you can find me there.
0: Excellent. Well, Lance, again, thanks so much for being on the show. Always just an absolute pleasure to have you on, and I really appreciate you coming on. So
1: same right back at you, Jeremiah. Thanks a lot for having me.
0: Absolutely. Well, I'm Jeremiah Isley, and you can find out everything you need to know about That's How I Roll and Theology of Games by going to TheologyofGames.com. We're on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. All of those, just type Theology of Games, and you will find us. Let us know, are you a fireplace person or not a fireplace person? (laughs) (laughs) Do fires belong in the house? That's what we want to know. And (laughs) until next time, I'll see you. Thanks so much for joining us. I'm Jeremiah Isley for my guest, Lance Meikster, and that's how I roll. Thanks for rolling with us today. That's How I Roll is produced by Jeremiah Isley and brought to you by Theology of Games. If you liked what you heard today, take a minute to subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes. Thanks for tuning in and drive safe.